0: Welcome to the Life and Times podcast. Sit back, enjoy the conversation, enjoy the vibes, and thank you for checking us out. Question, quick question for you. Uh, what's the name of your podcast? They it doesn't matter what you, I just want to do that <laughs> shit
1: <laughs> you, you had to, you had yeah, to yeah, do yeah, it man, yeah, you know yeah. yeah,
0: so shout out to It Doesn't Matter Podcast Shout out to those good fellas over there I see y'all, I'm paying attention, I'm watching, I'm listening Trying to support as much as possible Thank you, man, so.
1: we, we appreciate it Yeah man, likewise, do the same thing with you with the Life and Times pod And the um, raw Mark's pod anyway, you know yeah, yeah, no doubt. Shout no you doubt. out whenever we can.
0: No doubt, man. All no love. doubt. That's that's how we gotta support each other. All right, listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Life and Times Podcast, which is short for the Life and Times of a Restaurant Lifer Podcast. I'm Adrian. You already know it's no BS coming from me. And for episode thirteen, lucky number thirteen, I am joined by the <laughs> homie Dom. What's happening?
1: What's up? What's up? Wow, number thirteen on yes. the um, "It Doesn't Matter" podcast. They call me the Notorious Dom because you know, <laughs> just like
0: you bring no BS, I bring no BS too, bro. Amen. <laughs> hey that's that's the that's the only way to live, man. That's the only way to live. But uh, let the people know uh, where can they find you online, as well as you know, plug the podcast, bro.
1: I'm all I'm all over the place, but you can look us up on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, It Doesn't Matter Podcast. We're on Twitter, ADM Pod 23. You know, we are three close friends and we love professional wrestling. And that's what we discuss. Every week is something brand new. And sometimes we ramble and go off rants, whatever, but it's all fun, it's all love. That's all that's
0: it is. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, man. Well, we always like to start off the podcast, Dom, with something that all of us in hospitality, either we come in being very good at or we leave the industry being very good at it. And that's drinking alcohol. So um, my question to you, my friend, is what are you drinking for this episode?
1: <laughs> Today, I'm drinking this Voodoo Ranger Juice IPA. Okay. Have you had them. that?
0: Yeah, I've I've I haven't had that type. I've had voodoo. Yeah, okay. Voodoo cool, cool, So this right here is not your typical IPA. You know,
1: yeah, I yeah, your IPA, you know, you get your hops and your whatnot, but this right here is literally like juice, man. It's you drink two of these and you are good. Word, word. Yeah, what you what you sipping on?
0: I'm joining you on the IPA train. So uh we got a local brewery called New Realm. And they have a okay. tr- transcendent IPA called Psychedelic Rabbit. So it's a cool little all right. cover art and all that. And okay. listeners, I as, like as that. you always know, listeners, as you always know, if it's BS, I'm going to let you know. If it tastes good, I'm definitely going to plug it. So smells good. Is this your first time having that one? Now I had this
1: before, man. You know, with me, I'm a beer drinker. The only thing I can't really mess with is stouts. That's just okay. too thick for me. Pause. But <laughs> like, you give me a nice IPA, or you, uh, if the can looks fire, like I'm, I'm gonna
0: try it. Okay, okay. So this is actually a good beer. So I'm definitely gonna enjoy this one, and definitely enjoy this episode. So. We always like to kick things off with some positivity and some flowers. So with a toast, with an appropriate toast for the podcast and to our guest. So to you, Dom, man, I want to wish you all the best. I see you guys working hard on the podcast. I see your kids are growing. They're getting big as hell now, which is crazy because when we first met, I want to say you only had one or maybe one was on the way. So it's one was on the way. Yep. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's crazy seeing you, you have two big kids now and it's, that's life, man. It's a beautiful thing. So I want to toast to you, toast to your family and definitely toast to your podcast because you guys are doing the good work, man. Thank you, sir.
1: Stay up with it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate you,
0: sir. And of course, toast to the listeners. Shout out to y'all. If you haven't already followed us, follow us on all social media platforms at suplex dinner club and definitely spread the word because now we're on YouTube. Now all the videos are going on YouTube. So check it out if you're not already on Spotify premium to be able to watch this podcast. So check us out on YouTube. All right, Dom, we're going to set the table. I have a couple questions I always ask our weekly guests. Are you ready for it? I'm ready, brother. Bring it. All right, cool. So, first question for you. Growing up, what was your uh perception of hospitality workers?
1: I really didn't think anything of it at the time because I had no interest in, you know, me going to restaurants one night it is, what it is. Like somebody had to do it, somebody had to do the job. That's okay. Basically how it was for me.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it uh, changed.
1: It changed. It changed for me when I went to culinary school.
0: Okay, all right, cool. So we're gonna def. We can definitely talk about that. But uh, what was your first job in hospitality?
1: Oh man, my first job in hospitality, man, I was a dishwasher.
0: Okay, <laughs> tell
1: us about. I it. hated it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, so I, I worked in our casino over here in K- Connecticut, Mohegan Sun. It was Virgil's Barbecue, man, and. During the week, it'd be so slow. They have so many people lined up, ready to work, whatever. But as soon as a mm-hmm. Friday side to come, you know when that weekend experience hit, and that's when people are calling out. And then you got a bunch tables and dishes on something. Oh my God, man! I, I hate it so much, man. Like I want to quit so many times, but I'm not I'm quitter. <laughs> like, yo, how, how you how you staff how you staff people during the week? But on the weekend, you got like three dishwashers. Like, nah, it right. don't
0: work like that. Right, 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 right. Now, nah, uh, some of the busiest restaurants I've worked in, I know we always had like three dishwashers, like on Friday, Saturday, just because of how crazy it is. But now nah, I feel you on the, you know, everybody's there ready to work Monday through Thursday. But once it's Friday, nobody's. there. Yeah. So now it's more work for you. And now you're even having to work out front and all that kind of stuff because you you said you you had exactly, to bust man. tables too as a dishwasher i had to do all that man people yeah man people
1: called out you had to do everything man. i was a jack of all trades in the restaurant man i, <laughs> <laughs> I literally worked my way up <laughs> i went okay. from busting tables and washing dishes to to salad prepping and line cooking and all that man i did all that how long did you work for them I worked there maybe about a year.
0: Okay. Okay. It, it was
1: too much. I I I was still doing my, my full time job and I was doing that at night. I, I was working so many hours, man, long days. Oh, so and I've you, always been like that. Always had two jobs. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I still I still do it. I'm not in the kitchen anymore, just only in the crib, but I right. still do it.
0: Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up.
1: Yeah. All right now, what, what, I was gonna, what I was gonna say is also when um, at the end of the night, and while I was on, like I said, I was on the line as well. Clean out that uh, the grease from the fries, <laughs> so all oh, that stuff. I did yeah. not like that. Yeah, yeah. Had to drain the had to drain the grease in the bucket and then fill it back up. I, I did not like that.
0: Yeah, that every, that's that's always the job we give the rookies. That's never fails, no matter what restaurant it is. <laughs> The new cooks always have to clean out the fryers. So, all right. um, Last question for you, man. Um, Do you believe, do you believe that everyone should have at least one job in hospitality? And more importantly, why?
1: I feel like it's a great learning experience for everybody. Like working in the hospitality industry, that's a great way to get your foot in the door for anything. Like you'd be prepared for anything. Like I said, you work your way up. If you're trying to be in corporate America, you got to work your way up. Same thing. It's an experience you can relate to anything.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. Uh, Is your co host John working in a restaurant before? John, you ever worked in a restaurant before?
1: He said nope. Nope. (laughs) Nah, he, he never did it. All right. Cool. 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 You got
0: to right. get at least one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got you got to get at least one time in a restaurant just to work in that weird world and apply it to life. So, all right, cool. I like those answers. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. We're, we're both wrestling fans. We're both pro wrestling fans. In fact, just background for the listeners, that's how Dom and I met. We met on a flight headed to uh, – WrestleMania in New York, I believe. Nah, I think it was New Or New Orleans. Ah, New okay, Orleans, okay. yeah. Because okay. I was
1: I was coming from Atlanta, going to New Orleans. Yeah, got you, got it you. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and the yeah. only reason why I, only reason why I peeped you because you're wrestling shirt, so you know wrestling yeah, fans yeah. stick out.
0: That's that's how that's how we recognize each other. So we're like, yeah. yo, he must be a wrestling fan we're on the same flight obviously put two and two together so that that was a fun trip man i will say new, or- new orleans is probably was, one of man. my favorite that's probably one of my favorite cities traveling for wrestlemania just because of how close everything is
1: definitely definitely everything's yeah. in close proximity did did you go to wrestlemania yeah, that was a, that there was a in good dallas? trip man did you go on dallas I, uh the the first one or this last one <laughs>
0: either either one of them
1: I I went to the last one yeah I went to the last one
0: Okay did they have the that events closer to each other or was it like cuz Arlington is damn near an hour away from downtown It's huge I felt like I was all over the place man It seemed yeah. like I did cuz I did like the bus to Open
1: show which was like literally right across the street from the stadium but the WrestleCon was like downtown something yeah, It was yeah. all over the place Texas is huge man yeah, it is. It is. And it's crazy. I ain't know about all these independent shows besides you. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Like,
1: you put me on. You and my man John put me on all these other shows. So. so now it's a whole
0: weekend thing. Definitely. Definitely. If anybody gets a chance to go to a WrestleMania, man, you know, just, like, go on Reddit or something or just get inside some kind of wrestling group and get put on game to the schedule because it's so much wrestling going on in the that whole weekend and you could be introduced to some of your favorite definitely. new wrestlers so definitely if you go I I would suggest definitely. if you go to WrestleMania if it's a WrestleMania in New Orleans do that because of how close everything is plus oh, you're yeah. close you're close by uh definitely. you're in the quarter you're in the French Quarter. So you can always hit up Bourbon Street, even though it's tourists everywhere there. Go to Frenchman Street if you if yep. you know New Orleans. Go to Frenchman yep. Street. That's that's where the locals kick it. So, all right, man. So we're talking about pro wrestling here. Um, we're talking about pro wrestling here, <laughs> and the what has to be, at least in my opinion, I'm pretty sure you would agree with me, Dom. The hottest storyline in professional wrestling has to be currently the bloodline of wwe it definitely is okay okay definitely all right so um i'm not gonna go into a lot of background on this story because it's damn near what three years old now so listeners if you're not a wrestling fan yep. i apologize because it's way too much to go over but <laughs> um i'll give you cliff notes i'll give you cliff notes um okay so Big star, big star, Roman Reigns. He is the chosen one. Uh, the company wants him to be the guy, but the fans all reject the man, myself included. I remember him winning in Dallas main event and me walking out of the arena upset, even though it was pretty much set in stone that he was going to beat Triple H. You were one of them? So, I was one of them. I was upset. I did did not. I, I'm not even going to lie, man. I'm not. I wasn't as toxic as a lot of the fans have become. But I was one of those fans that was just like, come on, man. There's so many other options. I was still probably salty about Daniel Bryan and all this. So, yes, I was definitely one of those fans. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So, yeah, I can admit that I'm man enough to admit that. Fast forward in the future or whatnot, and we get get another opportunity for Roman to stand on top of the company as the champion. Although this time, this time, his attitude has changed. His presentation has changed. And now the story or the narrative going along with him is that he's taking the reins, no pun intended, he's taking the reins. Of the family legacy. And now. He is the tribal chief. So uh, with the addition of. His cousins the Usos. As well as. Uh, Paul Heyman who's one of the greatest. Talkers in professional wrestling. It quickly. Be- yeah. they The group quickly became. One of the most popular groups. In the industry. Uh, Dom what, what were your thoughts. When. Roman first came out essentially as the tribal chief, new attitude, new presentation, all of uh, that.
1: Oh uh, 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 man. When this dude first came out, man, I enjoyed every moment of it, man. He, I embraced it because this is what we wanted for the longest time. We wanted it with John Cena and it never happened with him, but with Roman, this is completely different. And then it, literally he wasn't God mode, man. I ain't, no pun intended. This man, he was just out there. he, he had the look. He came back. He had new teeth. <laughs> teeth all white one night. Like this right, dude, right, right. he was like, he was like the, the perfect dude at the time, man. And he just running through everybody, man. Like, he made you acknowledge him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Just are just a dope concept, man. And I'm looking forward to the summer to see what's going to happen with him.
0: Hell yeah. So, you know, who like just like what Dom said, whoever stood in front of him, whoever faced him, they were taken to ill, you know, one of the one of the craziest or one of the dopest uh, parts of his whole run. His current run is he was challenged by not only Daniel Bryan, who's, you know, damn near universally loved by mostly all wrestling fans, as well as Edge, who's a legend. Everyone knows Edge. He's universally loved challenged by both of those men. In a triple threat main event, didn't just beat them, but this man took it to the next level and stacked them like their children and pinned them. So <laughs> this this when Dom says, Am I with a t-shirt afterwards?" Amen. So when <laughs> Dom says this man was in God mode, that's God mode. You just beat two of the legends. Current, I mean, you know, our current yes. time legends stack them on top of each other, the level of disrespect to beat them. And you know, that's that's what it was. So the current storyline has shifted a bit, but that's that's what makes this such a great storyline. Now not only have we seen dissension in that group, but now we've seen uh Sami Zayn being brought into the group for a while which I think was like the accelerant of the whole gimmick of really getting everyone locked in on it. We saw dissension in the group. We saw Sammy get kicked out. We've seen the Usos now have been kicked out. And now it looks like the ceiling is crumbling down on the bloodline and on the champion Roman Reigns. Would you, would you agree to my assessment? Uh, Dom, I agree. I, I agree.
1: You on point, right there, bro.
0: Okay. So now Every, the
1: everything's right, man.
0: Now the debate has presented itself amongst wrestling fans, and this is a r- reason why this is our topic for tonight. Um, is the Bloodline storyline the greatest storyline of all time? I'm gonna have to say it's the number
1: two storyline of all time. Because the greatest story to- story. Of all time is Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. You'll okay. never replicate that.
0: Okay, okay. I like that one. I, I meant from modern day, yes, the bloodline. Okay. All right. So let's let's take it on a grander scale, just because um a number of our listeners they aren't wrestling fans. They that they, what they're familiar with when it comes to wrestling is back in the attitude era of Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. So You know, I like your answer of Stone Cold versus Vince. We've also seen um, people bring up Macho Man and Hogan, you know, the mega powers, that that mega power story. That's consistently one of those stories that are being brought up as greatest story of all time. So so you say it's Stone Cold and Vince. So tell me, tell the listeners, why is that the greatest storyline of all time?
1: Man, just taking it back to the Attitude Era. Everybody has that one coworker that you you can't stand. And Austin obviously didn't like his boss and he brought it to him every week. If it wasn't pouring cement in his Corvette, if it wasn't pouring beer on him. And, oh man, this dude just tormented this dude every day. And look, the man's hair is still brown now. (laughs) Austin did that man dirty every year, man. Like yo, he, he, this man gave him a stunner in Madison Square Garden. Like everything you could possibly dream of doing to your boss, Austin lived that out for us. <laughs> if you I feel that. Hate, hate your boss, yeah, everybody knows that story right there, man. Okay, everybody. I got for you. a new listener or a new follower of wrestling, then yeah, I would tell them about the Roman and uh, the whole bloodline thing. Okay. I have to break it down, and you know. They'll get into it, but nah, if I had to show somebody something, it would be Austin McMahon. And plus that plus that, bed, that bedpan scene was amazing, too. Hit that man with the bedpan
0: in the hospital. This is true. I'm in fact I'ma <laughs> I'ma insert that clip for a quick hot second now. All right. <laughs> uh, SummerSlam is coming up. And we have current I mean currently what's being booked is gonna be Jay. Main event Jay of the Usos versus his cousin Roman Reigns. Do you believe that Jay is gonna beat Roman at SummerSlam? No. Okay. okay. I don't think so. Okay. Why? Tell me tell me why. I feel like Roman's been
1: getting beat up too much lately. And you still got solo in the back burner and Jimmy Uso supposedly is in the hospital or whatever, but nah, he's going to make an appearance and it's going to be a distraction to mess up Jay and Roman is going to do what he do, man. Cause honestly, I like Jay Uso. He's hot right now, but he's not going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. And I think the one that's going to dethrone Roman Reigns is going to be his cousin Solo.
0: Wow. Really? Okay. See, see, I like that. That's why, that's why you're on here. I want to, I want to hear those kind of shots. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't just want to hear Cody. I mean, I know people saying Cody's going to finish the story. Oh, yeah, I want to see Cody, too, but nah. Okay, I like that. It's, like it's going to be so
1: long. I, I, I mean,
0: it's a slow build, man. Definitely, definitely. Okay, what about what about The Rock? What about Dwayne? Is he going to ever come back to face Roman? If this man have a good schedule? Then he'll be there. That's it. I meant actors are I'm on strike, to. man. The actors are on strike right now. We got time and opportunity. <laughs> Oh, so that's why I seen it showed up in London the other day. <laughs> I'm saying he he ain't recording right now, so <laughs> we can
1: do this. Yeah, but things could change in April in Philadelphia, so that's the this thing. Way. That's still a ways out. We don't want it. It, can, it can't be at no Survivor Series. It can't be at no Royal Rumble. It's got to be at the Grand Stage of the Mall.
0: It's got to be Mania. If he Mania. is the elder. Right, right. It's got to right, be. Right. right. I feel that.
1: And I don't know if you remember the Rock did come out in Philadelphia when Roman won the, the Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble.
0: Yep. and they was booing the hell out of him. Yeah. He, they booed the hell out of Roman. So yeah, the rock was looking crazy as hell when he was, he was looking crazy as hell when he was uh, <laughs> trying to endorse his cousin. And he's like, <laughs> man, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's, let's talk about this bloodline storyline, man. Uh, this is a question for you. Who's the MVP? of the bloodline storyline. And in fact, don't say Roman. Don't say Roman. Oh
1: man. It's gotta be main event. J, man. Okay. It's a supporting. Actually it's Jay is Paul. And now Jimmy. It's like the whole supporting cast right there. So low. He's starting to, he's starting to get there, mm. but it's all of them. Everybody's benefiting right now,
0: man. That's a fact. That's a fact. Do you think that Sammy, uh, was, like, the gasoline to that storyline? Like, it kicked it up a notch? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, so... Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: definitely. All right. Definitely. Him Him being honorary, Oose, he, mm-hmm. he definitely boosted that bloodline. And then you see how it, they played it out, and then he finally got Jay to finally love him and whatnot, and, yeah, it just played out. It's just an amazing story, man. I've never been so invested in the story before like this.
0: Mm, okay. Obviously it's been going on for three plus years at this point. I want to say like three years and a lot of guys like Dom was saying have been elevated. Their status has been elevated uh, due to this Sami Zayn elevated from where he was. The Usos even, I mean, if you want to, really talk about it you break the usos up and look at them as individuals and each of them have been raised to a certain level compared to where they were before this storyline so like you said it's definitely benefited damn near everybody on that uh in that faction so speaking of factions i also hear a lot of the talk of the bloodlines the greatest faction of all time do you agree with that? Oh
1: man, I have to disagree, man. Okay. The reason why I say that, man, because I still think I still think the Four Horsemen is one of the greatest factions of all time.
0: That's that's my favorite. Yeah, I'm
1: ta- yeah, and I'm talking about Rick, Aaron, Tully, and Barry.
0: Okay, that's that's, that's God, the Barry. One doing, okay, man. yeah, that's that's yeah. Wow. That's the pinnacle of... Uh, what do you think? Uh, um, I meant I would... Uh, for the sake of arguing against your point, I'm going to say uh, the greatest faction of all time. The greatest faction of all time. Hmm. I know I've said the Four Horsemen before, but I'm going to say... I'm going to throw out the Heart Foundation. That's my favorite... Um. You're talking number of title. I mean, you have a number of title reigns as well as uh, stories amongst that faction in the short time that they were together. Because you're talking, yes, you know, even before the Hart Foundation really formed, you had Owen and British Bulldog w- beefing with each other. You had a long standing feud yep, of yep. Owen and Brett going back and forth. So and you always had the wild card of Pillman. So, I, I I mean, and if you go back of best tag teams, the Hart Foundation was always one of my favorite tag teams. So, to argue against your point, even though I low-key do agree with you that the Four Horsemen is the greatest faction of all time, <laughs> I'm going to say the Hart Foundation, Bret okay. Hart. Hey, He's I respect goat.
1: that. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Bret Hart guy too, man. I'm a Bret Hart guy too. I respect that, man. Yeah, yeah. But it ain't you can't take nothing away from the four horsemen, man. All them title reigns and they were just they a real deal, man.
0: Okay. That was that was in the gimmick. Amen. Amen. All right. So when we're talking about the bloodline and this being possibly one of the greatest storylines in pro wrestling, would you agree with me that the element of long term booking or long term storytelling is kind of lost in today's pro wrestling? Overall? De- definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Because I I met listeners and I met every, anyone who talks to me about pro wrestling, they know, they know my thoughts on it. I want all these companies to do great. I want all of them to do well, make money because the more successful these companies are, these promotions are the more opportunities for these wrestlers. So I'm not going to be one of these weirdo fans praying for the demise of aew i'm not going to be that however however (laughs) one of my biggest gripes when it comes to all elite wrestling is the lack of storytelling is the lack of long-term booking.
1: i agree i agree i agree okay they do a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense man i tell my boy john and abel that every week i'm like I'm, I watched the show. I'm like, all right, why is this guy getting banged with a chair? And next thing you know, they're not doing nothing with the next week. Like, it don't make no sense. Yeah. Like, follow up with it.
0: Right. And it just seems so simple. It seems really – it's really so simple to tell a story in pro wrestling. And I, I just think that they dropped the ball on it, like, regularly. And it's not like AEW can't tell a good story because – some of their best i mean some of their best stories or best matches have come from longer story long term storytelling like when hangman finally won the championship that that was a long term story and they did it pretty well mjf punk that was yeah. a great that was a great story that was one of my favorite stories of yep, pro yep. wrestling so they're absolutely capable of it i just I just don't understand why it's not being consistently done like it is.
1: They're all over the place, man. I really don't understand them. I want them to do well, but come on, at least make makes sense. Like I was so confused. Like the other day they had the um was was the blind tag team tournament, whatever. I'm like, what is this? Like all these tag teams they got you just throwing people together now? You got Adam Cole and MJF, which I'm cool with, but right, right. But what for?
0: Yeah. See, I'm I'm willing to wait on the MJF Adam Cole deal, even though initially like what you were saying, I was like, why the hell are y'all doing this blind tag team uh tournament is, is silly, but I'm willing to give it a chance. What did you think of that dance? Yeah. What did you think of them dancing uh during that match? <laughs> I know Britt
1: Baker's a happy woman from <laughs> seeing Adam Cole go, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. it was pretty cool. It, it was entertaining. So it's yeah. something different. MJF, he's he. Oh man, I like MJF. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's something. He's something special. He he's a great talent,
0: man. He definitely is. He's definitely um, he's got the tools. He has the tools. He's able. He's a good solid worker. He works logically. His uh, in ring is very makes sense. It is logical you know i'm saying it's sensible yeah and you know when it comes to promo his promo is he knows how to get people riled up so
1: you know yeah do do you think he is a better talker than roddy Piper? no god no what (laughs) seriously (laughs) Nah, my boy Abel asked that. I was like, nah, no, definitely man. not, man. I said Piper took it to a whole other level. No,
0: no, no. I mean, <laughs> but and that, and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna hold him for even suggesting that because MJF is still young. He's very young, so it's still plenty of growth and experiences that he has to go through to get to where yeah. where we know of Roddy. Roddy was 40 something years old. So we got to be able to take that into perspective also. Like, what is MJ? When MJF is 40 years old, he's probably going to be one of the best men talking, period. Definitely. What's next for the bloodline, in your opinion? Solo Roman. Okay.
1: Do you think that's Mania? Solo Roman. It has to be, man. I think you have to have solo win the Royal Rumble. You have to do that.
0: I like that. I
1: actually to, like that. It's a slow, a, a slow build. You have to do it, and then, and then you possibly have maybe Jimmy and Jay go out at, at Mania. It's possible he'd be jealous. You know, Jay said before that he was the. The prom prince or the prom king, right? As he said it on TV, right? But uh, hey, Jay got a better overall rating in 2K than Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> they so gotta, they got to make Jay, sure story Jay's
0: story. I feel that exactly,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, nah, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, that's that's it, but if they do. Bring out the elders. I'm surprised Rikishi hasn't shown up yet. I was expecting Rikishi by now, but still nothing. If y'all don't know, Rikishi is the Uso's daddy and Roman's cousin or Uncle. Something yeah. in the bloodline. Right. Uncle something. Yeah. But uh yeah, but I wanna see Dwayne. I wanna see him out there. I wanna see that interaction between him and Roman.
0: Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Okay. All right. So um all right. So that's that's us talking about the Second greatest uh, storyline in Dom's opinion. Second to Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. So I feel that. I respect that. Dom, we got a question from last week's guest. You have to answer it no matter what. And then you got to leave a question for next week's guest. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. So last week's guest was uh, Dr. Phil. That was his name. That's my brother's name, Dr. Phil. His question for you. Mark, actually, let me ask you this. Dom, are you looking to start a business anytime soon? I would say the podcast is definitely a business opportunity, right?
1: Yes, but I do have uh, a dream of one day on my own establishment, restaurant establishment. So that's my goal. All
0: right, so. The question from last week's uh, guest: With your dream in mind of you opening your own, owning your own restaurant, opening and owning your own restaurant, what's stopping you?
1: Uh, besides a little bit of debt, just gotta, just gotta work for it. Just gotta make things happen, man. It's, it's gonna happen. I got first and foremost, I want to get the house first before I do that. Okay. Okay. I'm working on that. That's that's my that's my main thing. And then after I get that situated, then that's really gonna come into play.
0: Nothing I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a long I mean a list of goals, you have to be able to set priorities to them. So it's that's awesome for you to be in in the uh in the realm of you having your own home for you and your family. So Nah, that's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, luck definitely,
1: on that. man. I'm a, thank you. It's, it's going to happen, man. You know, speaking to existence, it's definitely going to happen. I work hard, and I'll make it happen. You or need mostly. to move.
0: You need to move the family down to Georgia, man. It's it's a lot cheaper. <laughs>
1: I, I got I got it. I got the Braves tattooed on me. I got the Falcon tattooed on me. I'm gonna be down there, man. Saying, <laughs> you need
0: you need to come holler at us, man. Come to holler at us. You you, are, you already know, man. Yes, you sir. already know. So. Uh, Dom, what's your question for next week's guest? Let's see. And it could be anything, anything uh, and everything. Don't, anything. don't feel like it has to be some deep thought type deal. <laughs> it could be anything. All right. How
1: about this for, for next week? Whoever that is. What's stopping you for getting you to where you want to be in life? What's stopping you?
0: Okay. That's a little close to last week's question. So I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back. I'm going to say, give me another one. All right. I'll I'll do that. Let's see. Hmm.
1: Man, everything I want to talk about (laughs) is basically relating to so what you just said. So uh I can't say what's what's stopping you from being great. I can't say that.
0: Man, that's close.
1: Man. Same thing. So similar. Is this? Still, I'm a. Still I'm a similar?
0: rock with it. I'm a rock with it. What's what's stopping
1: you from what's what's stopping you from being great?
0: Okay, okay. I
1: I'll go with that's, that. I'll I'll that's with all. It. That's all I can say right now. I got,
0: you. Uh, I got you. I got you. I got you another thing that we do on the podcast uh dom weekly is we ask you as the guest to contribute to the life and times playlist listeners you can uh look it up on spotify the life and times playlist it is a curation of songs of vibes of moods coming from the host adrian and our weekly guest so uh, Dom, what what are the two songs that you're going to add to our playlist? Oh man, well for me every day,
1: I'm always on the go and always trying to exceed in life. I gotta go with Rick Ross, every damn hustling.
0: Okay, okay, all right. I like that. That's a classic. That's definitely a classic.
1: That's a real. That's, that's, that's a real classic right there. Okay, and. uh, What else you got? And it's another song, another song that it gets me going. I know people might not want to hear this, but every time I I hear it, I get motivated and I get amped up. Um Cody Rose theme song, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh who's a dis- disturbed uh, I don't even know it, the disturbed, name of the group. Uh, disdain, The 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 kingdom that's what it's called, yeah. but
0: yeah okay that's
1: just type in cody rose kingdom yeah that that thing gets me going every single time i hear it it's a good song
0: man it's a good song it's a dope (laughs) song so it'll hype you up (laughs) yeah no doubt no doubt i like that all right so my two songs i have one song that's new um it's gonna be drug trade by smoke dizza flying lotus and black thought now if you hear those three names you would clearly think, okay, Smoke Dizz is um, in over his head. Like thought, thought is not one to <laughs> play around with. Don't get a thought feature unless you're gonna come to play. But Smoke Dizz actually showed up, and you know he sounded like he was in shape of rapping. So, which was a surprise to me. I love Smoke Dizz, but I also constantly find myself underwhelmed from <laughs> Smoke Dizza, uh songs. So. <laughs> He did his thing on that i can't can't hold him on that and the next song uh it's gonna be a cool little vibe it the name of it is mirage and the artist is orion sun nice smooth mellow music to listen to calm your nerves calm the energy around you and be productive so that's the way i describe okay. that vibe so those are the songs that's going to all four of those songs will be on the playlist listeners. If you're not already following it, look it up and follow it, please. All right. Well, Dom, we've reached the end of the podcast. Um, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, also go ahead and plug your sh- podcast, plug what you got going on and let the people know how can they find you online.
1: All right, guys, you can find me on the It Doesn't Matter podcast page on Facebook, Instagram, the IDM Pod on Twitter. Excuse me, IDM Pod 23 on Twitter. And every week, me and my boys, we talk about professional wrestling. That's our love right there. Old school, new school, whatever you want to hear. We start doing watch alongs.
0: Nice. Where where are y'all doing the watch alongs? You're just posting those on, right? So.
1: We just you know record the mm-hmm. audio and we just sit there. And we know we got Peacock, I got Ring of Honor, all these apps we pay for. Right, right. Sit there and watch the last watch. The last watch long we did was ECW Heat Wave two thousand. Nice. The three of us never seen it. And nice, oh, nice. Oh man, nice. it was it yeah. was good. It was, it was a good, a good it was a good time, man. We, yeah, yeah, man. We sit back, kick back, have a few drinks, and we just go. Okay, that's okay. what we do.
0: All right, well, listeners, thank you again for checking us out. Uh, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at suplex dinner club. We're on Instagram, our YouTube page is up and running. So if you haven't already followed that and subscribe to that, please do watch a couple of those videos, like a couple of those videos, and most importantly, share a number of those videos so that we can continue to grow the suplex dinner club family. Mondays, we talk college football on dogs versus all y'all where we don't just talk about the defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. We talk about all things, college football. And on Wednesdays, you already know the vibes. It's a life and times podcast with some good conversations with some cool, interesting people that I've met in my years in the hospitality industry. So shout out to the people. Thank you again for joining us. I really do appreciate y'all. I really appreciate any love and support that we do get. Peace. Saturn, so that could mean,
1: quite candidly, double duty for you tomorrow night. And that's a lot to ask of any man. Hey. Excuse me? <laughs> hey, that's no problem for me because I can go all night long. But let's go back to Monday night. Yes, I was blasted by Saturn from the backside. What did you just say? (laughs) I'm confused. too. You said what? Yes, I do think Rick Martel saw what was going on. How much gas you're going to have left after a match with Martel? Well, let me tell you, and I'm ready to go all night long if that's what it takes. So Saturn, after I finish with Rick Martel like Whoa. i was surprised pause hey. <laughs> you better re- be ready to go all night long <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna let that one go hey, but <laughs> because i planned on leaving that night as the world television champion for the second time now can you dig it i thank you very much booker t big week for him